1: G. Sean J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good Happy morning, Thursday, James. Keith. Happy Thursday. Oh, man, I thought it was Friday. That feels like Friday, don't it?
2: No, I, I, thought, it was, I thought it was Friday. I really did. Until uh, just a second. No, new reminded me, you know, that it's Thursday.
1: I, I got to, I mean, tonight, multiple games, but I do have to tell you, from somebody that wakes up at 3 in the morning that friday night staying up to watch this Lakers game and knowing that saturday i can sleep in oh it's going to be amazing i'm oh, so excited
2: the sleeping. for it i had a i had a i had a um a get up in the middle of the day miss work moment yesterday you know though yes, you are like what is it am or oh. pm yeah <laughs> it was oh <laughs> you know the Why whole year you're around where am i <laughs> no <laughs> Oh man, my heart was racing. (laughs) Oh man. And when I looked at my phone, it said 3 a.m. I mean, 3 Mm p.m. So, and I didn't, I was still foggy. I just seen the three. I'm like, I'm like, wait, like, damn, I'm I'm late. That's (laughs) that nightmare thing, man. We're like, wait, did Uh, I just miss work? But that affected me from two nights ago. Messing around with the Lakers, Lakers it so yeah. caught up to me, you know. It was one of those catch up to you nights. Yeah. But hey, that. it's all worth it, you know. It's all worth working at ESPN, doing the morning show, having fun, nice bits and stuff, cracking jokes, you know. Cost of, cost of doing business, baby. Yeah, the money's good too. I like that. Part. Nah, I'm not talking about the I mean, money, that's Max. That's I'm my favorite part. Always talking about money. Oh, talking about money. No that's my cares. favorite part. Everybody knows you've been working for a long time. You got some pennies in the bank. No, no,
3: that's not what I'm talking about. I'm saying that's the best part. No, it's not. Yeah, 100% it's I, The best, not. Part. No, the best frankly, part is best coming part. in and making no, no, fun. Nope. No. no but
2: no. this is
1: not yes. work, man. That's
2: well, like, that's well, true. well that's, 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 that's a lie. No, it's no, work that's but true. in comparison to what? The opposite, like <laughs> so my
1: boy the construction, no, like, some is, work. other stuff. Like, come on, man. We're kicking it with our boys talking about sports. 100%, no matter how tired you are, the night like work for who? No, 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 stop. My brain is constantly working.
3: Uh, it's be working anyway the same thing. And you would be talking about the same stuff too. What you talking about? I
0: didn't
2: I didn't say physical. Well, that's what I said. It's not that kind, But I'm not going kind. to allow you to minimize my ability to wake up in the morning <laughs> and be at different coasts at different time zones. You choose to live in a different that's your coast. Choice. Trying to, you choose to live in, in a different coast. And in, in, in trying to follow every single sport. Mm-hmm. That you could think of. Meaning basketball and football. Go ahead. Formula One. Yeah. Uh, I got <laughs> to follow the Formula yeah. One, right? Are you down right. in Miami, I gotta, of course? No, i just following it. Swimming. Everything. I'm, Swimming. You know, Monaco's Diving. coming up. Vegas mm. is coming up. Yep. I got to follow all this tennis. stuff. Tennis. Yep. You know, when mm. tennis is rolling, sure. I got to follow this. You know what I'm saying? Sailing? It's just, no, we don't talk about sailing. Horse racing? Well, I, Kentucky we Derby. I had to derby. follow it. I had to, the the seven horses that was laid uh-huh. to rest. I have to follow these things. High jumping, pole vaulting. No, I'm only going to follow that Long when the jumping. Olympics come. Only when the Olympics are around. That's it. I A mean billiards. Years. Uh, no, no billiards because we don't we don't really follow that. Bowling. bowling I have to. How have about to the World Cup?
1: Bowling. How about the World Cup?
2: I I did when it was around. It's not around when right now, around. so I'm not following it. Well, what do you want me to say? When uh, two years ago, whatever, a year ago, whenever it was. Yeah, How about the WNBA? I do. I <laughs> Yo, do. We're going to some Liberty games. I just year, I just yeah. realized that Candace Stewie. was moved to the Aces this off
1: season. Yeah. I've so Aces. yes. Yeah.
2: You know, I, I follow Jay's nice try.
1: Aces, you know? yeah, and,
2: and Brittany's Liberty, back yeah. with Liberty, Phoenix. Super I get team. it. Don't don't you try me. I, I didn't you. try you, I just asked. Don't you try me? <laughs> try him, Jay. I want to see. Try him. No, but I got. Jay wants to minimize the work that I put in for work. this fabulous no, Jay, job. I'm, Jay, I'm,
3: <clears throat> I'm with you. Work. Come on.
2: Man. What Everyone do
3: you listening mean? to us talks about the same. Gets up at the same time, or they wouldn't be listening. Okay, talks so about the same stuff that you're talking about.
2: So let me ask you this: If yeah. everybody can listen and they doing to the talk about the same thing, yes. when why the hell are you on the show? What do you mean why? why? Why don't we just add in? I'm
3: obviously, for my looks, number one. If
2: it, oh, don't you laugh at James? Um, I'm eye candy number one. Saying anything? And, and <laughs> in terms laughing. of the radio, for
3: my brilliance, obviously. I mean, what kind of a question is this? But if
2: everybody can do it, yeah,
3: no, not everyone can do but it. Don't everyone's say everyone's that. doing it. Not everyone's doing it at the same level. Oh, God, Max. All right, now, you guys. Ed in Nashville.
2: Don't say you guys. But you guys drive me nuts. Yeah, say
3: Jay. Ed in Nashville. You're on KJM ESPN Radio. Hey, thanks, guys. Hey, I'll tell you who's not working, man. I, I'm a 30, 35 year Phoenix Suns fan. It's Chris Paul. Every, I mean, listen, guys, every single playoff, I, I mean, I, is this the same thing last year, the year before? the What is up with this dude, man? I mean, he's in every State Farm commercial, but he can't suit a key. He's not playing. Well, that's why football. he has State Farm. What are you talking about? <laughs>
2: hey Max, he's not. Hey Max,
3: yes. Listen, if hey Max, if he were progressive, man, this cat we, would be knocked out in the in, in the thir- in insurance is the perfect thing for him to pitch. He has yeah. to pitch we're playoff gonna, insurance. Yeah, but, we're gonna
2: we're gonna make sure that Chris Paul works with us and progressive because it's great. You know, we want to make sure that Max. But, has, I mean,
1: but Ed, do you think he gets hurt on purpose, or he just mad because he randomly gets I, hurt?
2: hey, no, the I, I, I,
1: no I, I don't think he's getting hurt. Listen, man. It doesn't matter at this
3: point. This cat, and, and everybody likes this cat. I do too. He's been around a long time. Everybody was like, we want to get a championship for Chris Paul. What is Chris Paul doing to get a championship? What is well, he, he can't doing to get bench every playoff? Do you Every think he's dogging the it playoff. with Ed, Ed, Ed? No, no, do you no think, he,
1: he doesn't. I just asked right,
3: him Right, so, that. that. so that's the point. So, so it's not <laughs> his fault. He's just a little guy playing a big man's game. He's playing that's very hard it. for that's the entire it. season. He that's winds up hurt it.
2: by the end of the year. Listen, being big and playing, I mean, being small and playing a big man's game, that's not it. It's just that it's at some point his body just wears down. Big people bodies wear down well, too. Well, that's true too, Ed, but I would say that. At the end of the day, he's done a lot for the NBA as a whole. He's done a lot for the NBA. Now, yes, unfortunately for him, he continues to get hurt during the playoffs. It's not like he wakes up and says, I'm going to play game one and two, and then I'm going to get hurt. He's not – that's not – It's just been unfortunate because, Key, this
1: this has followed him for a long
3: long, entire career. He just pushed back against the idea that playing a big man's game at his size, at the level he's playing at it, I'm claiming – that probably increases the chances that somewhere along the line, when you're always in the playoffs, it's a two-month season, you're gonna, your body's going to break down. Everybody's body do you, breaks so down. So you think it doesn't have anything to do with his size?
1: Uh, not as much. Kawhi Leonard. I mean, what? He's well, 676 there,
3: there are examples, obviously. Paul Anthony, Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis. Seven feet tall.
2: Uh, Joel Embiid. Ste- Steph you're doesn't be able break able down. Furnish Steph furnish examples playing.
3: of tall people where it also happens to them. But to me, it seems that everything Chris Paul does on the floor eventually wears him out. What
2: I about mean, Steph? Steph is Steph small.
3: Well, actually, but you made the comment the other day, one of the reasons he might miss those late and close shots is because he's worn down. Fatigue that's and fatigue legs, is a difference. legs are he heavier than get, being injured. Yeah, prone. he
2: can't get but up like he normally would.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's all. It's no, fatigue. No, it's just for this heavy legs, man.
3: Yeah, but do you don't think injury is related to playing while fatigued?
1: Uh, it you can, can occur. Get it's a higher probability, yeah. but everybody is fatigued
3: at this
0: time. Everybody is.
1: Yeah,
2: that's true. We're going to put you in the playoffs, Max, and let you run
3: up and down court. Well, that's the reason I never wanted to play in the playoffs, Key. As an undrafted player, an let me un- just tell you. Yeah, play for the Miami Heat. You'll exceed expectations. So, Who we got next the on the call? Here's the question. Forget about the calls for a second. Well. You're the caller. You're the caller, Keyshawn Johnson. Here's the question. Given that it did take Lonnie Walker, the fourth, hitting a million threes in the fourth quarter, right, to Ooh. win at home, right, or else the Lakers lose that game given the way the Warriors just looked and A.D.'s uncertainty in terms of his status for Game 6, and let's see how, play, how he plays. What I want to know from you, Key, is how nervous are you? You have said if the Lakers lose Game 6, they ain't going to win Yo, Game 7. In, yeah, so if we lose. So not, how nervous are you
2: about this Game 6? I'm not, I'm not nervous about it. I feel like they're going to bounce back from what just occurred last night at home. Teams that lose, it feels like to me, when they lose on the road, they come back and they win at home. That's kind of been the theme throughout the playoffs. So I'm leaning toward that. I think that they understand the magnitude and significance of being up to 3-1 and having an opportunity to close them out tomorrow night. So I'm not I'm not nervous. Call me in the fourth quarter if you're up and let me know, and then I'll let you know. I'll, I'll probably be at the game, though. I'll text me, Max, in the fourth quarter, and then I'll let you know because I'm not going to answer the phone when you call because it'll be too loud.
1: Push, it, send them right the voicemail. Boop no, I just let it go nah, off the first ring. Oh, I will do you, it off the first ring. Just you let you know that I'm sending you two voicemail. No, no, just let it go. I, boop. I, I'm, I'm nervous, man. I mean, I uh, I'm obviously nervous. I have no dog in the fight, key, but it's, it's one of those things. You got a fake dog in a fight. You know, you, you. Who's, who's my dog? I got no dog in the fight. You want warriors. dogs and don't fight. You anyway. want the that's Nuggets. You, you want you're the, for the Nuggets, nuggets yeah, and Warriors. Nuggets and Warriors. you're
2: scared of the Lakers. Against the Nuggets, so you want the Lakers to – I know what you're doing. You want the Warriors and Nuggets, Jay. That's, that's what you want. For. You want the Warriors and the that's Nuggets. that's actually a
1: worse – I think that's a worse matchup for the Nuggets.
2: In the you end, though, I'm or? saying when you're
3: sitting there watching Worst. the game and you really can't help who you're rooting for, it just kind of happens. Who do you find yourself rooting for, Lakers, Warriors? I mean, LeBron. look,
1: at the end of the day, I want to see LeBron James be crowned his king.
3: Ah, so you're rooting for the Lakers. I root for LeBron. You're rooting against Steph Curry is what you're saying.
2: And <laughs> <laughs> rooting for – the king. For the king. And against
1: Steph. I dare you, Jay. I'm also reasonable. So, I, I see – that's why I said I think Golden State still has a chance to win this series. If they start off hot, I mean, look, it's going to come down to the wire. Like, I, I don't think anybody's going to win this game by 15, 20 points – I think this is going to be one of the all-time best games we're going to see. I think because we all it, had a sense that
3: last night the Warriors had a chance to win by double digits, right? And that's what happened. And this and this time is going to be a tight game.
1: just. Can we just talk through some of the storylines real quick? So you got like Clay's father, who played for the Lakers, who's openly said that he's always wanted to play. He's always wanted this series to have this kind of moment. Game six, Clay, follow that narrative. You have Steph, like having. Being the best offensive player on the floor in a closeout scenario, right? Like, all right, like time to see. You have LeBron who's played thirty-two minutes in Game three, 30, 43 minutes in Game Four, thirty-nine minutes in Game Five. You know he's going to put everything on the court for this game. AD coming off, he got hit in the face, the wheelchair. Like, is he going to be <laughs> his best version of himself and be dominant? You have Draymond Green, oh best friends, God. clutch. You're going to have see. You're going to have Chris. Um, you're gonna have Rich Paul there with, you know, his wife, his girl sitting courtside. Like that'll experience the Superman the punch on, from man.
3: early
2: in the season. There's Austin so much going Reeves on.
3: trolling LeBron from years ago about Kobe
2: Bryant. I All their storylines on both yeah, teams, every which just, way. I could give you a simple way to say that star-studded event. Yeah, it's gonna feel like a club in so, Laker Town.
1: There you go. I mean it's gonna it's gonna be big. It's on a Friday night. Scale of one to ten yeah,
3: on a, as yeah, a Lakers sure. fan. Friday how, night, and, how nervous are you? Scale of one to ten about game six.
2: I'm not the game isn't played yet, Max. I, I won't get I won't start to feel mm-hmm. nervous mm-hmm. into the fourth quarter. Like All the right. first three quarters I'm watching, right? I'm then when you start to get into that fourth quarter and that clock starts to tick away and you behind or you up or it looks a certain way, then you find now out. you start to yeah. stress. Because if they lose, it's a wrap. I know it's going to be a wrap. Did Steve Kerr's words
3: after game four affect game five? We'll get into it. KJM.
0: Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two,
4: don't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle. Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow, you shine. Book direct at lq.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast.
3: Keyshawn, Jaywill, Will, and Max, ESPN radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance.
2: <laughs> After game three,
3: where there was a big free throw disparity favoring the Lakers. Steve Kerr was asked about it, and he refused to blame the officials. After Game Four, he talked about the Warriors being called for, I think it was illegal screens, right? Mm -hmm. And saying it and and criticizing it. Did his criticism of the officials affect Game Five at Golden State? Lakers finished with 15 free throw attempts in Game Five. That's tied for the second fewest in any game all season. Tied for their fewest in a game this postseason. Jay, do you see any difference in the way the game was officiated last no. night? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. Yes or no? you deliberate for a while? Don't feel rushed? Nope. Yeah. Nope. Nothing. I, but I, maybe I, I yes, saw, you're saying? I, I saw a difference in the way the Lakers attacked. So I, th- I think when there's a difference of style of play, when LeBron comes out and makes a couple of jumpers, and then all of a sudden like he's settling and being content for outside Jays, and same with AD, where they're not – Look, last game, we all kind of felt there wasn't a sense of urgency. There wasn't – Golden State scored 70 points in the first half. Like, that's not the way the Lakers play. Like, defensively, when they draw a line in the sand, that is the best version of this team that has a chance to win a championship. A team last night, to me, was a team trying to conserve its energy that, key, they were in the fight for a while, and then it was like, all right, cool, like, we got it. It's it's game seven, which is really game six for them, right?
2: We kind of knew – that it was going to go this way. We, we had kind of planned it. You know, it was the, the conversation was, how do you feel about the Lakers? Well, they're going home. It's going to be hostile environment. It's E-40. will be, it'll be E-40's there. You know, it'll be, it'll be hyped for Golden State. We know we got to come back home for game six. It was game seven, which was game five, really, but it was game seven for Golden State. So they had to play a certain way. They had to. Every yeah, game is game
1: seven for Golden State. Now, was now
2: every game is game seven for Golden State.
1: Yeah. But, look, uh, he, here's what Keith talking about tomorrow night. It's going to be interesting, though, because what you saw was the Lakers are really a really good half-court defensive team, even though they weren't last night. But they weren't because they didn't get a chance to set a lot of their half-court defense because there's so many transition points off costly turnovers. But also, even after made shots, Draymond Green pushed the ball down the court, Right. So the tempo of the game was very different. It was, it was faster. Uh, and I think, look, when you have 28 fast break points, that makes a lot of easier plays. And also, they switched on a ton of pick and rolls. I don't think they're going to do that in game six. I think they're going to go back more into that drop coverage because when you start switching you have AD on Steph Curry away from the basket, Golden State got a lot of layups. They had a lot of things at the rim. And Steph was more of a facilitator giving the ball to Wiggins early, more like hockey assist, giving the ball to Draymond, giving it to GP the second, and saying, hey, you guys go ahead and create shots off the rim because I've taken the best shot blocker away from the rim. Yes, Steph's
3: got his points in the flow of the game, really. It wasn't – But and you mentioned, Jay, when they run a lot of pick and roll, some of the other guys get cold, right? And they did it less last night than they'd done it uh, in in the previous game. Steph hit a three early on. It put him up – it was early, early in the game, like 12 to 3, and I thought, yeah – this is where we're heading in this game. And then you look up, and it's like, wait, it's a 1-2 possession game. And then the Lakers tied it, I want to say at like 50. And I thought, look at this. It almost felt to me, though, like the Lakers were testing the Warriors to see, all right, how real are you tonight, right? Like, are you going to – and when they found out that they were real in the third quarter, not that the Lakers packed it in, but the Lakers said, okay, we got it. We got it. We got to go home. We got to get you at home. It's not going to be our night. And but then, I felt like they were testing them right up until like late in the second quarter. you also
1: had the AD head injury. So, I mean.
3: The <laughs> game was pretty much a wrap by then, though.
0: <laughs> yeah, game I'm saying, though, like,
1: that's a that's, that's a really big story, y'all. I mean, I, I know that Darvin Ham said he's okay. Uh, I know that the reports are saying he's looking okay. We, we have video, obviously, many, of him walking. What'd you Roy say, Jay?
2: No, I was going to say many times when AD, ADs it, he's usually okay. He's usually okay. Yeah, You know, um, he hasn't really, you know, the last time he pulled one of these, he came back out in playoffs against Memphis, and he balled out the second half. So I anticipate he'll do the same tomorrow night where he'll ball out. The last time he did one of these was against Memphis. Remember that, Jay? Yep. Oh, I don't remember exactly what it was. It was his eye or something. Or No, I can't. My Was it my shoulder? I can't move my arm. I can't move it. I can't move it. And then he came back and balled out. So that's what I'm hoping for.
1: Yeah, I think he'll be okay. Look, he's gonna. Have, but still, it's it's more so key, like the the drama, right? That leads into the game six. Because now you're you're. Is he okay? How will he play? Yeah. And if he doesn't play well, like is there, like anything that's lingering, that's affecting him to a degree? You're gonna ask more of LeBron James. The role players will have to do more. So it just it, it just makes the storyline that much better going into a game seven, which is really a game six, but it, it feels like a game seven for the Lakers.
3: Thirty six, fifteen, and four, AD's line, right? Like AD to me, this feels like like if I had to guess, I'd say AD is going to have a monster game, and the Lakers close them out.
1: I'm saying right, now, if I'm Draymond Green, considering I had a really good game last game, we play faster. Like I'm meeting AD early, so what that means is. When he comes over to half court line, I'm checking him, like I'm giving you elbows to the chest, like I'm not letting you get any position on the but block. He
2: can't afford to. He can't afford to get in foul trouble.
1: He won't get in foul trouble for but doing he kinda that did though. He this, did this last he, he game. Last game. Super, you meet him yeah. early. You make him work for post position. Yeah. yeah, but you, you know, take his legs away and key. Yeah. You get him to settle for jumpers. But if you, I get AD to settle for jumpers, I'm winning that battle.
2: Yeah, but you know it's called different at home than it is on the road.
1: I understand. That's why. That's why I'm taking the fight the,
2: to him. Meaning the. The referees, they call it different. In other words, in other words, uh,
3: Dre could play the same way, wind up in early foul trouble because now well, he's not he did playing it, at home.
2: he yeah. did it in game four. Yeah.
3: I, I'll, I'll remind everybody that or Draymond, game three, one of whichever when I, when one I always was. go back to 2016, you know, LeBron came back, Draymond was about to be MVP of that series. He was great, right? Like he has a history of showing up big in big games. Even when you don't think of him as scoring a lot, Draymond could mess around and have a big game in game six, game seven. Could happen.
0: Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
2: The Keyshawn, J. Will and Max podcast. Keyshawn,
3: J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. It is time to play Take It or Shake It with ESPN NFL reporter Diana Russini. Take It or Shake It is brought to you by Granger. Nuno, take it away.
6: All right, so today we're going to play NFL coaches on the hot seat, and we're going to start with Key. Key, take it or shake it, Bill Belichick is on the hot seat. Shake it. Shake, shake it.
2: it. Yeah, yeah, clearly Bill Belichick's not on the hot seat. I know a lot of people in, within the industry may feel that he uh, hasn't done enough without Tom Brady at the quarterback position, but when he leaves the New England Patriots, it's, it's going to be because he wants to leave, not because he's on the hot seat and fired.
7: Yeah, Key, I think it's really difficult to say the words Bill Belichick fired in the same sentence in this lifetime. I'm with you. Yes, there's been some pressures. There's been some bad decision-making on the coaching staff. I think we've, we've discussed that a million times on the show. But in terms of what he's done Historically, and what he continues wants, what he continually wants to do, uh, I think Bill Belichick is going to make that decision to step away way before ownership Robert Kraft is going to say "see you later."
3: Well, you guys would know more than me, but I'm going to take it. This will be year ten without Tom Brady as his starting quarterback. He ain't going to win a playoff game this year. In fact, I'm going to say he's finishing last in his division. And Robert Kraft has already sent signals in this preseason or in this off season that. They want he wants to see results and I think they're gonna go backwards this year relative to the division. I'm gonna take it.
6: All right. Mike Vrabel is on the hot seat. Take it or shake it, Keith. Take it. Take it. Take, take it. that. But, take that. But not for the reasons that you think. I think
2: look, when you when you talk about a coach that's constantly in the playoffs and doing wonders, at some point in time, maybe it runs out. Maybe the ownership says, you know what, we may need a new voice in here. Uh, because we just, we're just we just not getting it done at the level that we want to. We're going through quarterback after quarterback. You know, Tannehill, we, we signed, we kept him. We got Malik Willis. That didn't work out. Now we drafted another guy. So Levis, it's all on him. If he can turn things around late in the season, when he takes over as a starting quarterback, it could potentially keep him off the hot seat. But for now, he's probably on the hot seat.
7: Yeah, I like that we went with New England with Bill Belichick right into Mike Vrabel because I've always thought, wouldn't that be quite the story? Mike Vrabel going back to New England if Belichick ever steps away. Look, who knows if that'll ever happen. But uh, in terms of what I think is going to happen in Tennessee, look, GM Rand Carthon is now uh, in there in the building. And from what I can observe when I was there They've got a really good relationship, Carthana and Vrabel. And maybe on paper, this roster isn't blockbuster at this point. But I think the fact that they're all in sync and all have that same understanding of the identity of the football team, which is what Mike Vrabel wants, which is his vision. I think the fact that they're all in on his vision and the way they just went through the draft, that tells me that they're invested in Mike Vrabel long term. So I see him staying there, Keith.
3: Likewise.
7: What do
6: we got next, Nuno? All right, uh, great one. Oh, by the way, a little breaking news uh, because it goes into the next guy that we're gonna about. Next team we're gonna talk about: Jets, Buffalo, uh, Monday, uh, Monday night, September 11th was just announced. So as mm. week one. So with that in mind, Robert Sala is on the hot seat. Take it or shake it, Key. Shake it! Shake,
2: it. shake that! Shake that! And, and here's why I'm shaking it: because he got a quarterback, and he got, and he has Aaron Rodgers. This thing has to completely fall apart. For him to get on the hot seat. Now, it could. They could not make the playoffs. They could look like a disaster, but I doubt it. He has a quarterback. We know what the defense is. We know they got offensive weapons. They're probably going to fight it out with Buffalo in Miami for the division.
7: Yeah, I think it's that clear. Actually, Keith, you painted a picture of him keeping his job and it all going well. But because we know how the pendulum can swing the other way, and let's just say for whatever reason, and it almost is mind-blowing to think that this won't be a successful year for them knowing what the type of talent, forget coaching, the talent that's on this football field, they have to be good. Because otherwise, I don't really think I understand football at this point. Because from top to bottom, this team has got to be a contender. You have the best quarterback in the game under center. Oh, uh, well, Obviously, with Patrick Mahomes neck and neck. But that being said, I think if Salah has a successful season, he stays. But I think if, if they lay a big egg, I, I, I do think there should be probably some concerns there.
3: I'm going to take it by splitting the difference between your guys' takes just then. He, I believe he'll make the playoffs. I think he's a good coach, and he has a great roster. But there's a real danger because of how competitive the conference is, not to mention the division, that he could win nine games and miss the playoffs, right? So the potential for it is there. I have to take that.
6: All right, next up, Matt LaFleur is on the hot seat. Take it or shake it, Key? Take it. Take it. Take that. Take that.
2: I know Aaron Rodgers isn't there. (sighs) but I don't think it's going to matter in the end. If they don't show some sort of promise, some sort of give, something, if they go out there and they look like the team from a year ago, regardless to who the quarterback is, I can see where they decide to do something different in in Green Bay.
7: Yeah, I think this is going to be a really tough season for Matt LaFleur, knowing that he wanted – Aaron Rodgers to be there, right? What coach would not want Aaron Rodgers to continually be on this roster? And so this is going to be the first time we see Matt LaFleur coach the Green Bay Packers team without a future Hall of Fame quarterback. I think this is a really good test for him, but I also think he's really prepared for it. I think he's learned a lot over the years. He's gained a lot of experience. He's got a a lot of support around him in terms of his coaching staff, who's on that staff to help him navigate this. But I definitely think this is going to be a very, very challenging year for him knowing Jordan Love just doesn't have the reps.
3: I'm going to shake it because of that. Like Matt LaFleur won 13 games with Rodgers before Rodgers really knew the offense, 13 games. 13 games, and then in his quote unquote bad season, right? Rodgers with the hurt thumb and the rookie receivers, and everything, won eight games. He was eight and nine in his worst season, and now he's first year with the new quarterback, really, as a starter. I think he has a little runway here. I'm going to shake it.
6: All right. Next up, Mike McCarthy is on the hot seat. Take it or shake it, Key. No, no, give it to Max. All right. You go,
2: Take Mike.
3: It. <laughs> Take, Take it. it. Take it. You Take got that. rid of the offensive coordinator. You're calling the plays. They're not blaming it on the quarterback yet. They go, they're they going to sign him up again because he's good. It's hard to find a good quarterback. Ooh, Matt, Mike McCarthy is on the hot seat. Take it.
2: In, in terms
3: Run the next, ball,
7: right? That's what he wants to do. Score yeah. fewer points. Uh, uh, and game and look, Kellen Moore... Kellen Moore gets a lot of criticism. But then when you take a look at what they were able to produce on offense, when the second highest scoring team last season, I'm not too sure why they even made that decision. I mean, he, he's in a much happier land now, I'm sure, with Justin Herbert. But that being said, Mike McCarthy gained ownership of this team completely. He had it before then. But by firing the OC, saying he's calling the plays, it is completely on him. And by making that move, that automatically turns the pressure up.
2: Yeah, I I gave it to Max because it's the it's the worst kept secret in all the professional sports that Mike McCarthy is on the hot <laughs> seat as far as Max goes. So
4: I have to follow <laughs> Max and
2: say I have to. Wait,
7: Key, I love Key. I love getting your opinions about these type of things because. I, you think like a player, obviously. Um, who do you think, if Mike McCarthy were to move on, who do you think would be the perfect head coach for the Dallas Cowboys with the roster they have now?
2: It'll, they'll just go. Who'd right be good down there? The they'll go right down the line to Dan Quinn. They'll just go to Dan Quinn and get the job. Get now. Dan Quinn. That, that's what Jerry'll do. But I think Mike McCarthy is certainly going to be on a hot seat because it's this is what his fourth year now. It's, it's time. It's you can't. Get bounced from the playoffs. It's time. You got to show something.
3: I might look into the college ranks. They got a good coach over at SC. You might want to take a look at if you're the Dallas Cowboys.
2: Come on,
6: Max, man. Stop it. <laughs> all right, last one. Sean McDermott is on the hot seat. Take it or shake it? Shake it. Shake, it. shake, shake, it. That. shake that. No, I, I don't think he's
2: on the hot seat at all. Did you see Buffalo, the Bills, before Sean McDermott took over? Yeah, they right. couldn't get out of their own way. Yeah. I don't think Brandon Bean's dumb enough to do such a thing he knows what he has as a coach and he's a smart general manager
7: yeah this is a head coach that navigated a really difficult situation last season that we saw with Demar hamlin and guys w- you know we could argue it but I-, I i covered that team a lot last season that had a tremendous impact on this team emotionally it really really truly did and i think the respect that mcdermott actually gained from his leadership through that Taught not only the front office, but taught the fans up there that they've got something really good. Do I think they need to have success with Josh Allen as he continues to be in his prime here? Absolutely. But I don't, I don't see Brandon Bean, who's done a tremendous job leading this team as their general manager, moving on from a coach that they know just has all the goods.
3: Man, I totally agree. Only thing I want to say is this. If they have a really disappointing season, which, given, again, the conference and the division is possible, right? they a tough division, tough conference. People will, going into next year, start to talk about them a little more like the way we talk about McCarthy and Dak, I believe. But yeah. I don't think he's on the hot seat this year. Yeah. I agree. The great Diana Russini, ladies and gentlemen, ESPN hey, NFL reporter. Hey, Diana,
2: reporter. there's two coaches in the NFL Max wants to see fired so bad.
3: Who's that? Bill Belichick and Mike McCarthy. I don't want to see Bill Belichick fired. And I don't want to see McCarthy fired either. I like them right where they are. I'm a Giants fan, Key. You have to understand.
7: Okay, I think next week, I think next week let's play the same game. But the game is... Which one of these coaches that are on the hot seat are going to get a job within two seconds of yeah, getting right. fired? Because that's always interesting, right? right? To see who's at – because, Key, you, you, bring, you bring up a good point. Sometimes the same voice, people get bored with it. It's, it's like marriage, right? They want yeah. something different. So I could see a lot of teams just moving on, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's the right thing. Right,
3: like Vrabel. Vrabel, even if he's not there long term, Vrabel's going to be a head coach. right? Oh, absolutely. Like, what's that?
7: I said absolutely. Yeah,
3: right, right. Dan Rossini, ladies and gentlemen, with supplies— Dallas
7: Cowboys. That's where I see him going.
3: Right, with supplies (laughs) and solutions for every industry, Granger has the right product for you. Call, click, Granger.com, or just stop by. Can the
5: Suns and Celtics extend their series? KJM. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride-or-die alive
0: Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn,
3: J. Will
2: and Max, the podcast.
3: Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio. So, you know, Key, I wore the, I wore the um, polo shirt in because Jay likes it so hot in the studio, he always politics with everyone on the side. To get them to raise the temperature no, without me knowing, and then I
1: wind up sweating, right? No, I don't, I literally. Jay, politics? Before you, no, I don't politic. Before you get here, I walk over to the thermostat and I put it up to 72. You
2: can't. 72 the degrees. You're lying, Jay. It has a lock on it.
1: It doesn't have a lock on it. And you yes, would know if does. you were here,
2: ass. I, I am nah, there. Nah, nah, nah. I am there, <laughs> and it has a lock does on it. Does the
1: one in LA have a lock on it? No, it's right the, here. The, the one in here Key it's open. has caught Jay in yet another lie. Hey, Paulie, another lie? Come over here, Paulie. Anyway, so listen to this. No, 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 no. no, Paulie, come over here. I want to hear Paulie, is the thermostat open here for me to change it in the mornings? Yeah. Oh, okay. Does he change when they, when,
2: it? Does no, he change no. it to he, someone else? He changes it, but they, after an hour, I change it back to make it cooler in here because I'm dying. There you over go. There thank you, so
1: Thank you, Paulie. But hey, you're Paul. lying. You no, it. no, next, Paul, Max. Max, ask Paul. When did time, they Paulie, take the lock off?
3: Paul, what time do you take the lock off? The lock is not on it. The lock is not
1: on. it. He said after Jay
3: asks them to. Is what is his answer? Exactly. No, he did not. No, Max just made that. I thought he said it. I was. Hey, Key. So anyway. So anyway, it's too warm. So I wear shorts just to accommodate Jay, you know, the prima donna over here. I wear short
1: sleeves. God forbid. Now all like, of a sudden. I don't like it when it's 65 degrees yes, in the studio. Yes, it, it's a studio. And, and it's 70 degrees outside. I was like, why are you so wearing a turtleneck? It's so, freezing in so here. So Jay comes back
3: in the studio. He goes to get up. He comes back in. And first thing I notice is, oh, he just did a TV hit. I noticed he had the shirt and tie on before. But now he has, you know, the wool coat. He has the, he has the sport coat on. I'm like, oh, that's. then I say, you know, it's a pretty good idea. He has a sport coat on. It's getting a little chilly in here. Let me put on my jacket. Jay's like, yeah, I turned the the temperature down once it was time for him to do TV. Does he even mention to me out of courtesy someone who changed the way he dressed just to accommodate Jay's prima donna status?
1: I I figured the smartest guy on the planet will recognize when it gets hotter or it gets cooler. Touche. You
3: win. That's uh, a very you, you good You should point. be on that before I am. That's a good point, Jay. I really have no comeback for that. <laughs> hey, Jay. level of intelligence. Up? Hey, Jay.
1: Yes. What up, Key?
2: You told me when you came back from getup, you had some, some information yes. you wanted to share with me. Yes. You. yes. So I was Show. on, I was on
1: get up with Brian Windhorse. Mm, Wendy. And Wendy said that right now, Key, it is not up to Anthony Davis on whether he can play or not. Today, he is going through concussion protocol. And if he does not pass, it is in the hands of the doctors to determine whether he can actually play. And if he is not allowed, he will miss not only game six, but potentially game seven.
3: Can I make a prediction? He's going to do fine in the concussion protocols is my okay. prediction. I mean, I would is be that, very hey, surprised. But, How but, did but, uh, he get concussed? But, but Wendy,
1: Wendy said. Is that worth the boo? But No, why? Wendy said it is legit because he, he had concussion-like symptoms. Hmm. So they are actually going through a full thorough. It is out of his hands.
3: Listen, you're not in another man's body, right? It's hard to tell. But as you mentioned, Jay, it doesn't appear on video. Clearly, he's shaken up by it, right? And these are big guys. Kevon Looney's a big guy, right? But it didn't look on video where you could
1: pinpoint that he was hit with an elbow, nor did it look as though he was hit in the temple or on the chin. So, look, we have the video here on ESPNU. They asked to turn the lights off of the camera that is filming AD walk out of he was, yeah. Crypto.com Arena. Light sensitivity is a sign of uh, something like that, Max. Look, I know I think I would play, okay? I've gotten hit with elbows. I, once again, I, I'm about safety first. But, like, this is also, like, I, I, this is the thing that's hard for me to dissect or analyze because this same key we talked about Memphis series – he held his shoulder and said I can't move it. He it, literally the camera caught him saying I can't move it. Anybody else that is a dislocated shoulder. You don't come back and play in that same game. He came back and played in that game. Although let me
3: just say this about AD cuz a lot of people are like you know Ch- Chuck and and Shaq are laughing and everything I get it. There's a I, one it's one thing to question someone's threshold for pain. Pain tolerance, right? And, and that seems to be why you would clown someone. But it's another thing. For example, if he really did get a concussion from that and it didn't look to me like he should, some people react to shots others than differently, differently than others. Agreed. Some guys are just put together. So it may be that the way AD's body and frame is put together is just fragile compared to
1: other guys and has nothing to do with a tolerance or threshold for pain it's just the way his body's connected that's why I think LeBron Winhorse just told me on get up was big news because if you're saying if he did get caught in that sweet spot max when he goes and he sits down on the bench he literally is like holding his head like you could tell like he's not all the way there if there was a wheelchair that he felt like he needed to get out even though he did walk out on his own on his own merit like that's a big thing where it's out of your control now like it's out of your control. I would. I hear what you're saying. And I mean, you may I be think right. he's going to play, but the fact that it's out of his control is up to doctors by the league, and not like Laker doctors, like league. Did doctors. He get? Hey, Jay. Did
3: he? Does it look like maybe he actually got caught a little bit in the eye or around the socket? Because, like, maybe that's. It just does. I don't see where. It's hard to see where he's hit with the force in a place that would cause a concussion. But you know, listen. If your brain gets rattled, your brain gets rattled. Period. Right, a there's, lot of different things to do. Uh,
2: there's two things that I would say that I hope. I hope that he plays for a couple reasons. Because the Lakers need him in the worst way to win, and I hope he plays because if he doesn't play and the Lakers get eliminated, oh, he'll get for ran whatever out reason. Yeah, he might as well. Yeah, it ain't gonna be good. Not in Lakerland. He'll get ran out of town. Not in Laker land, it won't be good. But that's if, he, can but if he,
3: he can't pass, here's the problem with that. They, you're they right. They're not going to matter. No, no, no. It exactly. ain't no, no. going to matter to the
2: it ain't you're, gonna right, matter you're right. To the, Laker the, the, fans the, reality,
3: the reality on the street is going to be that, yeah, right? Exactly. The reality boots on the ground is going to be that, no doubt. They less
2: about a concussion.
3: But if he, what's interesting about it is what Jay brings up. Like, if, he, if it's not in his hands anymore, if he just can't pass concussion protocol— how is he blamed for that, really? I know he will be, but he shouldn't you know, be. It's not I, like he I, has a choice. I know, what they do, Max, yeah. yep.
2: like you do. I know it. You know how you do. You pile everything up on history from people, and, you know, you make your conclusion in the end, and that's what they'll do.
1: By the way, and that just leans into all the nicknames and all the things that people have been saying for the long, Glassman Street, all that stuff. It leans into that, unfortunately. We were
3: were saying about how if Jalen Brown—Jay, you brought this up. If Jalen Brown were to make All-NBA, then the Celtics could keep him. But if not, they might lose him because he would not lose as much money for leaving, and he kind of wanted to leave, it seemed. But now that he's made All-NBA, are we sure that that means the Celtics will keep him? 888-SAY-ESPN, KJM ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Matt's The Podcast.